This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret. Secret little show. Sarah Vinny Secret Show for Monday, November 8th, 2021. Sarah Vinny, Bryn, and Nikki. Nikki's back. Nikki had a couple days. She's going to be taking days off here and there. Yeah, she was back. She's walked she away. She was. She's, I looked up just as I said that and went, okay, I've spoken too soon. There Whoops. she is. Oh, there you are. There's oh, that sorry. Girl. I had to fix something. That's okay. Uh, uh, fix sorry. away. And this chair is so low. Uh, there we go. I hate that chair. <laughs> It's slowly just like without even doing the um, pulling the lever, it starts to just notch down throughout Stupid the show. Stupid thing. Oh, dumb chair. Can't I haven't get. experienced that yet. Yeah. Oh, maybe well, hopefully you will. Maybe it's my 200 pound fat Could ass. be. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you? Do we uh, do quick check in with Nikki? What's what's new? What's uh, how, did you see beefcake? How's the new job going? I, you taste I, the I don't know what to or? ask. Yeah, you taste How's that the beef. beef? How's a beef stick? <laughs> I mean, cake. Uh, yeah, I saw him yesterday. Oh, real quick. We had a lunch. Um, and then we went uh, shopping for Christmas ornaments for him. Oh. Um, you guys are practically like a thing. That sounds so domestic. Does it? <laughs> it does. What'd you have for lunch? Chinese. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, something other than Mexican, because that's all I eat. So. <laughs> 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 You guys make all your own burritos at your house. Like, what, is he, if he starts coming over there, is he gonna be like, "Oh my god, these burritos are just the best"? Or do you just? We actually them? don't really have that much burritos at our house. It's more like enchiladas, um, th- this uh, thing called um, gorditas, tostadas, stuff like that. So burritos, like once in a while, maybe. What's but a gorlita? It's like this, like thing sandwich, right? Ki- well, that's a torta, but um, it's oh, kind of like torta. that. It's kind of like that, but um, it's gorita, gorita. It's like masa and it comes in like different varieties like they're usually just like it's like i don't know how to describe it it's like fried dough but like thick and then sometimes it um is stuffed with things like Mm. whatever your toppings and stuff like that oh i see yeah a little bit like a a sandwich sandwich pie kind of like a pupusa have you heard of that no that's like salvadorian but that's usually stuffed like when i hear masa though i think of tamales tamales yeah we, those are like those are just a Christmas thing. I'm oh, tamales! <laughs> my God, me too. I could go for a couple tamales. Yeah, it's just right a lot now. of work. So those are just like a. Or you get a place near your house, like I have, and you're set for life. Yep. That's what's the near way. your house. 
I got, got a place tur- that makes incredible oh. <laughs> tamales, and we get them as often as we can. Yeah, and when I brought them home, I was like, oh, we're having tamales. And then I got, I was like, oh, look at this. They're all gone. I all bought you a bunch of them, too, by the way. So it was I don't probably know what a half say. dozen of them, and the kids went, went, oh, tamales, I'm in. Chowed them all, little brats. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, good. So anything you want to tell us about the new gig or is that a private? Or I don't know. I mean, she, she didn't even mention if she got the beef or not. Oh, I didn't. No. So uh-huh. you guys are still just kissing? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I'm really all right, comfortable pretty. asking. So. <laughs> 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 it's just our schedules are very different. So that's another. And you live a bridge, a bridge or two Bridges away. and tunnels away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll work right, on that part. So I got a couple follow-ups here, and then we'll get to a bad advice, um, which is a good one. So we'll oh, pop through these. Yeah. Uh, secret show follow-up regarding first responder pension. So this is about the woman who is in, like an emergency dispatch person. 911 who, operator, right? right? And she has like 10 years left before she's, you know, she's got this pension and all this stuff coming, and she's 20 years in. Um, and she says, should I stay there for 10 more years? So in a nutshell, this person says, the pensions in California for law enforcement typically involve a formula and depends on your department, union negotiations for contracts, and how many years you've worked. For example, I was in LE. I don't know what LE Uh is, but they assume that I know that. So I wonder if that's an easy one to figure. Oh, law enforcement. Just law enforcement. Oh, Oh my God, you got it. Okay. Nice. For 25 years. I started working when I was 25. The formula for my department when I started was... 3% 3% of your salary at 50, earliest retirement is 50 per the formula. So at 50 years old, I had 25 years in. By using the 3% formula and the number of years, I could retire. So I don't understand how this formula works, but at 50, this person could retire with 75% of their salary. Yeah, they have really good pensions, really right. good. In fact, if you... If we talk about it too much, you'll start to hear about the pension tsunami, right? which is this term used because we have so many people still making a ton of dough that don't do the work anymore. Right. And for years and years and years, they continue to get this money because, you know, 50 is, well, halfway, I like to think. If I would have stayed five more years to age 55, it would have been 30 years times the 3%, 30 years times the 3%. So I could have retired at 90% of my salary for life. Mm-hmm. A great pension for sure. So five more years. Of course, officers who started working in the last five years or so have a less desirable formula. I think it's now two and a half at age 57. So you'd have to work way longer for less money per that formula. Mm-hmm. Some would argue law enforcement pensions in California are bankrupting the state, but we also put our lives at risk every day. So there's that. For the dispatcher gal, she will still have a pension if she leaves after 20 years. She just may not be able to collect it until she reaches the age in her specific formula, and it would be substantially less than if she stayed for another 10 years. So it is a tough decision uh, for sure, this lady says, or possibly this man. Um, Wishing you all the best. You make my early morning retired walks with my dog so fun. Peace and cheers, C. Nice. I know. That is a nice one. Then I got one about C. diff, which we were talking about because um, I, w- I watched the show One Mississippi. It's a Tig Notaro show. She's this great comedian. I love her. She's fucking mm-hmm. great. She's great. Um, and then I went on, I went on to watch like a couple of her stand-up things. And then some. there was also a documentary about her and all the shit that she's gone through. And she's just, I really enjoy her. 
So C. diff is this thing that she suffers from in real life. And this person says, uh, I'm in, hi, Sarah and Vinny. I'm currently in my second year of nursing school. I just finished learning about infection, risk of antibiotics, and signs and symptoms of C. diff. For about the last week, I've listened to you all talk about it. And I thought someone will write in and tell you, tell them what C. diff is, right? Wrong. So I've taken it upon myself to share with you what I've been yelling each time I hear you talk about C. diff. It's called, it's actually Clostridium difficile or something along those lines. It's a bad bacteria that grows in the colon and can cause fever, very bad smelling diarrhea, nausea, and severe stomach pain. The most common cause of C. diff is extended use of antibiotics like broad spectrum antibiotics that target all the bacteria, including your body's good bacteria. Like sometimes someone has an infection and they just really die. Like people sometimes will get yeast infections because they took antibiotics. It becomes a whole cycle. You take antibiotics because you've got a, a urinary tract infection. It wipes out all the good bacteria in your vagina and then you wind up with a yeast infection. Now you got to treat that and then you get another infection and it's, it's like a whole thing. It can be awful. Um, or so I hear, I'm not admitting to anything. So they're saying it gets rid of all your body's, even the good bacteria. When your body does have good bacteria to fight off C. diff, it can grow and be hard to eliminate. Uh, ironically, C. diff is usually treated with antibiotics, but it can come back. People with C. diff bacteria that doesn't resolve can develop something called C. dad, C. diff associated disease. C. dad. In severe cases, a patient may have a fecal microbiota transplant, an FT, FMT, done by colonoscopy. Because that was one of the things. Were, the guy was going to put someone else's poop in her. Feces that contain good bacteria is placed in a patient that has not responded to the antibiotics or with recurring C. diff. Perhaps when Vinny's daughter first went to the doctor, they tested her for C. diff because it's associated with irritable bowel disease. Just a guess. Anyway, hope this yeah, helps. Yeah, I remember that test, but I don't remember it being its own thing. So that's all I could contribute to the conversation. Christina in the other room could talk all day about all this stuff, which we won't do. But certainly it's it's there are very little known diseases or problems right. for sure. Well, and it sounds like they're insanely difficult to treat. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, someone could suffer with this for a lifetime. It's horrible. Uh, your nurse to be, Alicia. Thank you, Alicia, for writing. Way to in. go, Alicia. That was a good, good. Uh, Thanks, Alicia. Description of that, and we get to talk about yeast infections, which are those yeah. are always fun. That's super fun. Mm -hmm. It's a good that. time. Uh, this one is a response to November third's bad advice for the childish asshole, and that's their childish. term, not mine. Beach. Slurps, slurps all around. Say my name. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> her name is Erica. I was going to say, Erica. V, her, her name is V. Hale. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> oh, how dare you? To the, to the whiny crybaby asshole complaining about her dad and the time he doesn't spend with her, his real daughter, I could slap her. It's all you. Talk to your dad and be open. Stop being a jealous a-hole and grow the fuck up, my God. By the oh. way, I'm trying to read this all you's and you are's and... And dollar signs and all kinds. So I mean, she was this, drunk? Or, she text, or, or texting or something. <laughs> or uh, In my life, you can bring slash change family experiences to your family. My first ex-husband's family didn't hug or kiss except maybe once or twice a year. My family kisses and hugs when you walk in, leave, or leave any gathering. It takes 20 minutes to say hello or goodbye. His family <laughs> thought, how bizarre, in the beginning. Through the years, they started doing it too. 
the number two. With folks moving, passing away, even the kids, grandkids laugh about how long it takes to say hellos and goodbyes, but they do it. Love the love. By the way, the second husband, second ex-husband's family, same thing, but they only hugged occasionally. Whatever. We'll, we're Chilean. We kiss and hug. Hope you get laid. Oh. <laughs> she thinks this person's an asshole. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. It's two ex-husbands, though, by the way. I know. Right. All right. We don't know the circumstances, yeah, Vinny. Those we, things happen. No, I'm not. I just wanted to make sure. I'm just counting. I wanted yep. to. So that's where it ends. There's no other third. No, there's not. Maybe she's currently married to the third future mm-hmm. ex-husband. Or okay. Maybe not. All she's right. Not. Oh, do you know her? Yeah, I think I do know her. Yeah. Oh, you really? know her? I think I do know that <laughs> name. Yeah, Erica, yeah, the but... Chilean chick? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know. I went out with a Chilean chick. I, I liked uh, yeah, her, but she, she got mad. Like really, I was, talk- I was talking to you guys about this last week. That black and Chilean girl that that was really mean. To oh, me. oh, oh, oh! You think right. that this is her? No, no. This is a, <laughs> I'm saying I, I also. This is your Chilean, Chilean chick. No, this is not my Chilean. I know this girl though. I'm pretty sure I've known. You her said she was crazy. The, the yeah, not not Erica. Sorry, Erica, you're crazy. Was she was half Erica, black, turns half out you're crazy. Sorry, Erica. Erica seems very oh, nice. uses, Bryn is uh, gaslighting you, Erica. Gaslighting you, Erica. <laughs> I like you, Erica. Yeah. Chilean girls are... Uh, the, 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 oh, the she I says down here at the bottom, ex-cook school sister. That's right. Oh, so you do... Oh, oh definitely oh, knows oh, Bryn. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. She's from Sacramento, though. I th- Ish. Somewhere, you know further away so i don't i don't really see her as often but you ever see I her used- in the locker room though back in the day <laughs> no i used to tour all of california though with my master and and, and do seminars so i, I would that sounds weird <laughs> that sounds racist i'm sorry what, what part of that sounds I used racist? to tour with my master <laughs> okay uh, it's, it's my, my instructor i guess i'd say he's told me that before like my master and i never thought of it like that everybody knows i do martial arts yeah he's a master i just thought he's like your i don't know the head of the dojo or something i don't know about this <laughs> he's, actually, there. Like, he's oh. the head of the association okay. so it's a big deal but anyway um your yeah, master the girl yes was, master was, was <laughs> that seems, just seems wrong that's so right. wait what did oh. she say again now we've, i've gotten so distracted by the chilean chick what, what was her point in writing in her that, point was that the daughter's the asshole because yeah. we oh to- because she's upset that her dad is living his best life Mm -hmm. without her right Uh right and that he all he talks about is his not daughters and his and his Mm -hmm. wife Mm -hmm. but that's because that's all he gets from the wife is she blah 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 blah. she's clearly a yapper i I think that she's right to some extent in that you can do something you don't have to sit there paralyzed right on the other hand we do look to the adult or the parent in a situation because they've set a precedent. They are that relationship is how it is yep. because that's how dad treated her. Mm-hmm. So there is a uh it's a hard hurdle to get over, but they can do it. Yep. And sure it's not can. the end of the world, but I do think that, you know, to to blame it on the daughter is a little rough. I think it's the daughter's fault. Okay. I'm with her. All right. <laughs> Cook school yeah, sister. That's a tough one. Okay. So this one is, uh, I think there's a really quick follow-up to this, but I'll let you guys have at it first. Um, Need your honest opinion about a horny wife is the title. Oh, all right. Hello, Bryn, Sarah, Vinny. Where do you find those? I know, sign me up. (laughs) This, This lady is one. My husband has been a huge fan of yours for many years I thought they went extinct or they're just a myth like that story about... 
fairies or and unicorns what? and shit. Oh. Unicorns, yeah. Right. It only happens af- after you hear the wedding bells. As soon as that happens, then oh my God. extinct. Extinct, <laughs> got it. But you haven't heard wedding bells yet, Bryn. Oh, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How do you explain Nikki, it? Nikki, <laughs> just <laughs> down. I'm married. I'd just say that I'm... Yeah. Well, you do. You live together in the same house and yeah, have for years. Together, you have a kid yeah. together. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the whole thing. Yeah. When we get married, it's just for everybody else. Hmm. Oh, boy. Just throw a party. Elope. That's my plan. But, you know, but she's happy not, wife, she, happy life. She Right. She's not going for that. Fairy tale wedding. Bitches. All right. You were saying? My husband's been a huge fan <laughs> of yours for many years now. He was the one who wanted me to start listening to you guys in the first place. And now I'm hooked. I love not that. Good. We love you guys so much and can't wait to attend a live secret show in the future. Well, I can't wait to have a live secret show in the future. The future. It could be anything, really. The reason I'm reaching out to you guys today is because I desperately need your bad advice. My husband and I were so-called high school sweethearts in our early years. We would have sex like it was going out of style. We had sex like 30 times in one day. We've been together 11 years and married for one. Like all couples, we've had many highs and many lows together. After our second child, our sex life was still pretty good. I had no complaints. Mind you, our second child is seven years old now. So they had their second kid four years into this relationship. And they've only been married for a year. See how that works? You don't have to marry. My husband is such an amazing father, very caring, hardworking, overall great guy. Two years ago, he decided to get a vasectomy so I could get off birth control. And she had a bad experience with her birth control. She had one of those arm implants. It's Oh, she, that's what I have. Is do you have Nexplanon? Yeah. Is that the exact one you've got? Yeah. What's, uh, wait, what's she, her issue? It, she oh. had, it was a nightmare. She almost lost her arm over it. What? Uh, yeah. Like so when look, trying to get had, it out? Or? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I have know. to get mine out because I need a new one. Oh, You've God. had it for five years already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what the issue was. And she's not really getting into that here. But she basically says I, I had the. I don't want to lose my arm. Next plan on my arm for five years. It was a nightmare. I almost lost my arm from it. So that's a long story of its own. So she's not even mm-hmm. getting it. So she's going to get off this kind of birth control. And he says, I'll have a vasectomy. Uh, so and that's and she says because he's such a great guy. Right. You just want you like look. We don't want anymore. We got our two kids. This is all we want. I'm gonna go ahead and I'll get it. And he was only 28 by the way at the time. Mm. Oh wow! So after the surgery, he had some complications, which most people don't. Vasectomy, it's an outpatient thing. They do it real quick. You put supposed the put the bag easy, of peas yes. on there. It's supposed to be super right. easy. So we did have some complications. The recovery process took a little longer than expected, but after two years, his libido has drastically declined. I'm lucky if I can get sex out of him two or three times a month. We both work 40 hours a week. We do have a fast-paced lifestyle, but when I get to see him, I just constantly want to have sex, and he does not. When we do have sex, he always makes sure to give me my O first, one way or the other. Good guy. But it's not enough. I'm just a horny mess. Sex was a huge part of our relationship, and I feel lost without it. Sometimes I just get in my head and start wondering if he doesn't love me anymore or if he has a mistress on the side, but he always reassures me that he loves me and only has eyes for me. My question to you guys is, should I be worried about my marriage? Am I just being a brat? Uh, let me see if I'm allowed to say her name. I'm going to say it. Stella, the horny wife. Oh, we just... <laughs> I said it was whatever. I didn't even know. I don't know. She didn't say not to. So I say when just... you're in doubt, you shouldn't. Well, anyway, well, 
if she put it right now, in. Stella Brynn, the horny let's life. Let's about that af- off the air. My God, she's already said it. <laughs> Stella the horny wife. Now I've said it again. Stella, Stella. I like the beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the, her question is: Should I be worried about my marriage? We could start there. If so you this want. is, but you said, Sarah, there's an easy answer to this, right? Well, I think that there's a pretty. I think it's obvious that he needs to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And at 28, he should still be horny as fuck. There's, and especially considering you guys were doing it 30 times a day not that long ago. I really that feel really like. That really doesn't. That seems like he never pulled out. Yeah. They yeah. Just continue, it was like just a marathon mm-hmm. of constant O's and ah's and oohs. And I really think you need to go get that checked. And I would suggest hormone replacement. I mean, man, I hear some of these guys course they're all in their 50s and they're talking about how i rub the testosterone on me and i'm like a i'm i'm like an 18 year old again again. yeah Yeah. because look it it, it's a documented thing you're over time your testosterone levels fall that's Mm. just how it is and some people are like who cares and other people are like no i want to bone my wife all the time i want to be horny like i used to be um i really think this is i think this is a medical thing i really do but that's just what what I'm taking from it. That's how it started, you know, with the medical thing, the vasectomy. Right, and, two years and he had and he had an issue. Like that's usually a really know, it's scary to hear. Quick little process. Yeah, you know, though with age, look, for me, sex was. I was re- well. I've always really been into it. I've never not. But I do think that as a young person, my I was so into it. And didn't do it enough and was always concerned with whether or not I was going to be, uh, it was going to go well. Right. Y- you know, I always had a heart on, but whether or not I was going to, you know, go be able 10 to hold minutes on to that, right. or one minute is going to be the, the, the unfortunate roll of the dice. Um, in time, as I've gotten older, I've gotten much more control and much better at it. But can you imagine if for some reason he's having trouble getting it up? And is at, at 28 is sitting there going, this thing's supposed to be working at 28. What is the deal? Guys, look, I think guys and women all have the same sort of dependency on that as being kind of who they are. You know, that's my identity. My identity is that me and this girl did it all the time. And now I can't get it up. Like, so he might be mm-hmm. struggling with, with whether it's, medical or something psychological yeah he might be struggling either way and and is kind of not feeling like he can talk about it because it's his manhood he needs to go to a urologist we we go get it rule out something medical to start with i don't disagree with you i'm just saying that's what he may have been struggling with i just I, i was just reading about and this is going to sound like I, it, they're not related, but they kind of are in my head anyway. I was reading about Rick Ocasek's divorce or not oh. divorce from Paulina Poroskova, who oh. at the time when they got together was the hottest model in the land. Yes. And Rick Ocasek gets her. And that's the lead singer or one of the lead singers of the cars. As I was reading about this story and there was a point where he s- Something went down between them and he stopped pursuing her. And here's the hottest model who still looks incredible. Like 
Yes, she's insanely she's in 50s, beautiful. But she's freaking gorgeous, and there isn't anyone who wouldn't. So she's talking about how he stopped treating her like a wife. She was very, she didn't come right out and say, we stopped doing it, but she started to feel like I've lost my charms. Mm-hmm. I've lost who I am as a woman because my husband doesn't pursue me anymore. So I can see there's there's issues that come up in relationships, even if you're someone that the whole world per- would pursue. Right. If your husband's not pursuing you. He's lost interest in you sexually. Right. And it creates issues. So there's no question something has to be done here. I can see where it would hurt you and it's hurting him. And and they're hard subjects to tackle because they are so deeply related to who we are mm-hmm. as a man or a woman, right? Right. So I, you've got to be gentle with it, but you do need to go seek help and is a long way of saying that, which I think that it's worth right. it to it, go get. I, I completely concur. I, I really feel like this is, I mean, I guess so he was 28 when he had the vasectomy and two years have gone by. So he's so around he's 30, 30. That's too young to mm-hmm. not be interested in your wife anymore, especially if you love her and you're, you know, I mean, that's just, I feel like at least rule out that it's something physical they could check his testosterone levels, what whatever it is. But yeah, that's uh, you're right. I mean, it can be such a mental fuck right. too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And to the writer, I would say, um, I know she asked, is, is should she be worried? I don't think you should be worried. It sounds like you guys have a, a lovely relationship. It and does. He's kind of reinforced. Well, I'll say me. something to her though. Say goodbye to the thirty times in a day because that's <laughs> never fucking coming back. <laughs> what you really do want, and I, I hear what you're saying, the two to three times a month seems. Well, it's not enough for me. That's for fucking sure. But <laughs> I do understand that life gets in the way of you have kids and you've got tired, jobs and you've got, right. there's a lot of things that can get in the way. If you guys can get back to a cup, like set a reasonable goal a couple times a week is a reason. Like right now, my goal is once a week and it's not because that's what, what I want. want. <laughs> it's what's reasonable to ask for. Right. And that's sort of where I'm I've come in and I don't mean to share my personal stories but that's that's where we're at for sure if you can set (laughs) two times a week as a reasonable place to be he may need Viagra he may need this testosterone but if he's got a set date he could get he could do the Viagra right knowing that that was going to be right work toward exactly right there's definitely ways that you two can put this thing together in a meaningful useful way but it it look i've even i even said this last week i've heard the what is the surgery he had the vasectomy the vasectomy is easy and mostly painless and not a big deal but i don't want to do it no i don't want to do it so i will if we end up there because of a health reason for her that she right. can't do what she's doing but uh these are all things that are deeply inside our heads and Maybe he feels screwed up by it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm also thinking about those complications that she talked about. Like, did they do something? Does that need to get examined? Like, this just doesn't. That yeah. it, it, the, the sex faucet, generally, especially for guys, I feel like doesn't just turn off. 
If he was horny for it all the time, and then suddenly after this one thing happens to his dick area. Yeah, right after the medical. Yeah, that just, if I feel like we got to start with ruling out, like we got to go to, we. You guys <laughs> should think about going to a urologist and having that check. Just like sit him down and have a frank conversation with him about like, I'm concerned about your wiener. These are things though that again, they're, they're, Guys have a very serious relationship with their cocks. Really serious. And if for some reason he's feeling like he's not going to be able to live up to what it is that he's been able to do in the past with you, he may find himself feeling more gratified by himself. And he may be taking care of himself and being like, I can't take the pressure. This woman wants too much and I can't do what I once could. (laughs) Whatever the case may be, it's got to be a conversation and a a joint solution, not a solo one. Like right. that's the same way you have sex together. You have to solve this problem together. Yep. But, and in it my is, opinion. And it is a problem. Even if he's like, no, it's not a problem for me. It's a problem for you. And you need to be honest about that. Uh, all right. We're totally out of time. Uh, send us all your bad advice questions and anything you want us to solve. Look at us go. We're solving and solving. <laughs> it's like you guys uh, are doctors or something. We it, it is like that. We play them on the radio. Uh, <laughs> Bryn B R Y N at radioalice.com. The end. <laughs>